1: On the Brown Bears Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, welcome to the Brown Bears podcast. Now, here's your host, Scott Cordeschi. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of our Brown Bears podcast. I'm your host, Scott Credici. Glad you could join us. The Brown Bears podcast is brought to you each week by BSN Sports, official uh, uniform and apparel provider for Brown University Athletics and Recreation. A reminder, you can hear a brand new podcast each and every week wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music. We're here for you every Friday on the Brown Bears podcast. And this week, it gives us great pleasure to welcome to the podcast a pair of former men's swimmers here at Brown from the class of 16. Corey Mayfield is with us. Corey, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having us, Scott. Well, thank you for being with us. And uh, Alex Smilema from the class of 20 is with us. Alex, how are you? Doing well. Appreciate the time, Scott. Well, Alex, thank you for being with us. Um, obviously, I want to talk to you about so much your time at Brown, how you got to Brown, what you're doing now. But really, the reason we're having the two of you on the podcast this week is we are in the beginning of the month of November. And for those who do not know, Movember was something that was started years ago, where sometimes men will grow mustaches in the month of November to help raise awareness for men's health issues. And uh, this is something that you two have taken to a new level for a former teammate of yours, Kevin Mertz, from the class of 17, who was recently diagnosed with lymphoma. Um, I don't know who wants to take this. Corey, I'll start with you. Talk to us a little bit about what Kevin was diagnosed with and what he's going through and how you and Alex decided to try to help out.
2: Yeah, so um, I guess it, you know this kind of all started as a, a big shock to, to all of us and a big shock to me. Um, about a few months ago, uh, Kevin called me one night. He'd have been having some shoulder pain. Uh, being, uh, you know, his, uh, I guess, close close friend and somebody that he could turn to for medical advice. Given that I'm in orthopedic surgery resident right now, started asking me about it. He'd gotten a scan. Uh, I think when he read me that scan, uh, the MRI scan report, I kind of uh, my heart sank, and uh, you know, we sort of had this uh, realization that this might be something serious. Uh, he was seen at uh, USC where I'm at right now and uh, eventually uh, was diagnosed with lymphoma. Um, it's kind of been a crazy uh, few months. I'm sure uh, uh, much crazier for him. He's actually back in med school now, which is uh, even more amazingly still doing that. But uh, I think our whole team has been looking for a way to support him and to find a way to uh, show that we're, we're there for him and uh, in whatever way possible. And Alex uh, had this idea with the month of, Uh, November coming up that we would uh, we'd all grow mustaches and uh, and try to start raising some money for you know foundation of his choosing
1: and so uh, Alex uh, Corey told me that this kind of was your brainchild you two have started a GoFundMe page I think uh, the goal right now is 20,000 but you're at almost 15,000 raised right now so hopefully we can push that goal upward and go well past the 20,000 dollar goal but Alex tell me how you you came to think of this idea
3: Yeah, I mean, for me, it started off as something small, didn't want to really do too much, just a a way of kind of showing support for Kevin. Uh, As news kind of passed down from Corey and the grapevine of the rest of the alumni, it was something that I felt would be appropriate, given that it was Men's Health Awareness Month and just the kind of way that we could show support for an awesome society that does some really good in the community and then another way of, of showing our support behind Kevin. Um start off as something small, just an email blast to fellow alumni. And then within the first four hours, we'd already broken, I think it was $5,000, which was five times the initial limit that we had set. And then within the first two days, we're I think well over 16,000 now. Uh, so to see the, the community rally in this sort of support network has been, I think for me, astonishing. Um, and I think a great, great thing that we've been able to put together in, in honor of Kevin. Um, the reason initially that I wanted to do it was for me uh, Kevin was a senior my freshman year, um, so really was kind of a guiding light for me as I made that adjustment to college and just was a mentor and good good leader on our team, uh, as Corey mentioned, while I was there that year. So,
1: And Corey, you uh, mentioned to me off the air that uh, you two were actually roommates. Uh, was it your senior year? Uh, and really the best of friends. So uh, I'm sure, as you said earlier, this news of uh, uh, Kevin being diagnosed with lymphoma really hit you hard and hit home for you.
2: Yeah, yeah, it did. I, like I said, I mean, that uh, that night when he called me, I, I mean, my heart sank. I think it was something that uh, immediately I knew when he read, read the report to me, I knew it was something serious and that this was going to be something that was, uh, you know, not just you go in, you have a a quick procedure and it's all fixed. Uh, so I think uh, it's been uh, a crazy few months, but it's nice that he's, you know, close by. I can see him pretty frequently. I'm actually, I'll probably see him tomorrow night uh, for dinner once he's done with his, uh, he has an exam tomorrow, which I'm sure he's hopefully studying hard for right now.
1: So you two have traveled very similar paths, right, Corey? I'm not sure if you were a biology or pre-med major at Brown, but uh, you went to USC and, and uh, got your doctorate at the Keck School of Medicine, uh, class of 20. Congratulations on that. And you're now Thank an orthopedic you. resident. Uh, and he also was, if I'm not mistaken, a biology concentrator at Brown. And he is also, right, is he at the Keck School of Medicine right now, same place where you were?
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's, uh, he's like following the paper following a very similar path. Uh, we'll try to recruit him into orthopedics here, uh, soon enough. We'll see what he, uh, he ends up wanting to do after uh, med school, but we'll try to bring him into the, uh, the USC orthopedic department too, I'm sure.
1: Alex, what I love about this story is, it just shows how close you guys were and are as teammates. You know, uh, we we look at uh, maybe the wins and losses and how you performed in races, but it's so much more than that, isn't it? Being a part of a team and I don't care what the sport, but you know, these are bonds that you'll take with you, the friendships for the rest of your life.
3: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think that was honestly probably the biggest reason that I was drawn to Brown was just the the team camaraderie and the kind of environment that was set out. can absolutely say that through my four years, I made not only teammates, but brothers for life. And I think that was just a big, big part of kind of the entire college experience that I was able to have. So absolutely right.
1: And it unites guys like you from all over the country, right? Corey, you're an L.A. guy. And Alex, you're from uh, Texas, Katie, Texas, home of Roger Clemens, right? Yep. And, and I'm not even sure. Where is Kevin? Kevin's a California guy, too, is he not?
2: Yeah, he's up, uh, from, up in Santa Rosa, up north.
1: Yeah. So that that's awesome. Just talk to me, Corey. What was your experience like at Brown, both as a student and an athlete?
2: Uh I think it was I mean, it was inc- like incredible. Like Alex had said, uh, I think everybody is drawn to to Brown by the sense of community that you get at the school. It's uh, you know, it's not uh, you know, big, huge school, there's you know, a very tight knit group of people that are there, particularly uh, you know, amongst the athletes as well and the teammates that you're you're a part of uh sort of just draw you in and uh, I think everybody kind of welcomes you like family. So uh, while the you know the academics can be pretty rigorous, uh, trying to balance that with the athletics as well, I think you're always supported and you're encouraged to kind of find your own way and uh, enjoy your time at school.
1: Alex, what about you? I mean, athletically, academically, socially, you you're a recent graduate, class of twenty. What was the experience like for you here at Brown?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think it was a, a to Corey's point, a, a super diverse and super. Uh, introspective experience, at least in my shoes. I think having the team as a support network was a huge, huge part of what made uh, balancing both academics and athletics a lot more manageable and in all honesty, not the toughest task. So if anyone wants to go and do both of them, absolutely should do it because it's definitely possible. Um, for me, it was kind of cool just to have the the open curriculum environment because for me, when I went into school, I had absolutely no idea what I was going to do. Struggled for like three semesters trying to figure out what I was going to be doing medicine, if I was going to do chemistry or Something eventually uh, settled on applied math and economics. So that's a winding path that I think Brown really did a good job of kind of opening the door to, to different opportunities.
1: And Alex Corey told us what he's doing now. Uh, what are you doing right now?
3: So I work in New York City. So started in Texas, went to Brown, Rhode Island, and now live in New York City, work for J.P. Morgan uh, in payments.
1: Brown connection at J.P. Morgan or, or not?
3: Uh, Self started, Self started.
1: Very good! Congratulations on that, Corey. Also, congratulations are in order for you. So, when I was told to check out your Instagram page, I saw that you got engaged earlier this year.
2: I did. I did. It's been a it's been a big year for for me, uh, but personally as well. So I'm excited. We're uh, well, we're in the midst of planning right now, but my fiance is really taking the lead on that. I thankfully uh, don't have to do too much there.
1: And I see that uh, you put on your Instagram page, wannabe Ironman triathlete, but it looks to me like you're a little bit more than that. Have you already qualified for the Ironman at Kona? Uh,
2: I have. Yeah. Yeah. I qualified uh, for this this year and then also next year's race as well. Uh, I did two Ironmans this year. I still consider myself a wannabe, but uh, uh, it's more of an imposter thing. I think uh, you know, background in swimming gives you a big head start in Ironman.
1: I would imagine. Alex, I'm trying to wrap my brain around the fact that somebody that was going to med school had time to train for and qualify for a triathlon. (laughs) Wow. Wow. It is crazy. I mean, what's the training like, Corey? I mean, you know, how many days a week? Are you swimming? Are you biking? Are you running? Distances and all that type of stuff.
2: Uh, thankfully I don't have to swim too much. Uh, uh, my background has carried me a little bit there. I can only, I can swim, you know, maybe once a week and still get away with a, a good swim. I spend most of my time, uh, biking. I like, I live up in, uh, near the mountains in Pasadena and Los Angeles. So any anytime I can get the to, to get away and get up to the mountains is, is a good, uh, good activity for me, but, uh, it's a balance, you know, there's a lot of work that has to be done. A lot of, I still, you know, study it, you know, every day. So, uh, balancing work and that is is hard but you know you can find time and just sleep a little bit less I think is the real key.
1: Alex you were a two-time captain as a junior and senior for the men's swim and dive team uh freestyle and backstroke your two strokes really freestyle primarily? Pretty much just
3: freestyle but uh like to dabble in a lot of the, the other things some might say.
1: And how did you wind up at Brown from Katy, Texas?
3: It's kind of a funny story, actually. I had two friends, twins, actually, who ended up, and Corey knows them as well, um, but they ended up committing to Brown in the class before me, and I'd say they were a a pivotal part in in terms of, one, getting me to look at Brown, and then, two, getting me to Brown. So, again, those connections and kind of having that community already fostered where you knew what you were coming into. Uh, I wouldn't say it was only that, but just the environment, the campus, the academics, all of it just kind of fit perfectly with what I was looking for.
1: Corey, how about you? Uh, I mean, all the way from, you know, the West Coast to the East Coast. I know a lot of Cali- California kids like to go Ivy, but how did you wind up at Brown?
2: Yeah, I think uh, I had a similar experience. I had known some people that had come uh, east to swim in Ivy League um, that were older than me. So uh, I was really only looking either uh, Ivy League or military academies uh, for uh, for undergraduates. So uh, I took a trip out to Brown and immediately fell in love. I think the the campus and the team were were also you know welcoming and uh, kind of the set the sort of attitude that I wanted to go through college with and I think that was the biggest part of uh, me wanting to go to Brown. I think it's you know it's far you know you experience a few your first few snowstorms and you wonder if you've made the right choice when you're coming from sunny California, but uh, uh, it, it was I wouldn't trade it for anything else.
1: Now. I understand Kevin was freestyle, butterfly, individual medley, was freestyle his primary stroke as well, Alex? Yeah,
3: I definitely would say so. Corey, I think you probably have more color too, but I think Kevin also liked to try a couple of different things as we, as we all did.
1: Yeah, I mean, Corey, freestyle was your primary, but throughout your career, you did breaststroke, butterfly, individual medley, you were part of a relay team, so you got to experience it all, right?
2: Yeah, I think we all uh, we all tried to dabble around. I think uh, the mid-distance, distance group, which Kevin and I were uh, were a part of, basically our entire time. We always tried to to see what else we could dabble into, but uh, uh, you always find your home back to in the uh, mid-distance and distance. You
1: know, Alex, I, I I grew up swimming myself, but not nearly the caliber of swimmer that you two are. Trust me when I tell you that. But I love to swim, <laughs> and it's a solitary sport, right? It, it, it's you against yourself and in, in your previous time, yet. There's also, you know, the relays, right. And being a part of a team. Did you enjoy that? I, I, I talked talk to a lot of swimmers who say they probably enjoy that as much as anything, getting that team when you're, when you're part of a relay, as opposed to, you know, winning on your own, which in itself is very satisfying.
3: Oh yeah. I mean, I'll be the first one to tell you, relays were always the, the star of the show and it was kind of the thing that everyone looked forward to. Uh, and for me personally, I always found much, much higher gratification and putting a, putting on a show or doing something awesome when my teammates were behind me. Um, I think for me personally, I'd always swim better on relays. And I think it was because I was with, with the boys behind me. So entirely say that while it might not be a necessarily team orientated sport, I'd argue that it is probably more team orientated than, than some of the other ones.
1: Corey, back to Kevin's condition, and, and, and pardon my ignorance, but if you could explain maybe to our listeners in layman's terms, and I know you're not an oncologist, but, you know, when somebody gets diagnosed with lymphoma, what is the prognosis? I guess it depends on what type and where it is in the body, and how is it treatable through chemotherapy, through other measures? If you could just educate us on, on you know, what Kevin is going to be going through.
2: Yeah. So I think uh, in in its most basic terms, lymphoma is, you know, it's a, it's a disorder of of blood cells within the bone marrow um, as opposed to leukemia, which is the disorder of blood cells, you know, sort of outside of the uh, outside of the bone marrow. But um, it, you know, can that that term encompasses uh, a huge variety of diseases and a huge spectrum of diseases and severity uh, and type. But uh, I think in uh, Kevin's case, you know, uh, it was caught, uh, you know, almost incidentally uh, on an MRI, on a uh, routine shoulder MRI, uh, which showed it. It's uh, treated, uh, especially in the, uh, the location where uh, Kevin's is in the shoulder, primarily with uh, chemotherapy. And uh, thankfully, the, the type of lymphoma that uh, he has is uh, what uh, we're hoping, and his oncologist is uh, also hoping, is uh, very treatable with chemotherapy and something that will uh uh, we'll hopefully be able to achieve a, a complete cure, but uh, you know we're still early in the process. He's gone through uh, a lot of cycles of chemotherapy already, uh, and th- that process will go on for another few uh, few months before uh, we kind of know where it's going.
1: We will all certainly keep Kevin in our prayers. And, and Alex, to you, the GoFundMe page, the, it will benefit, I guess, Kevin uh, requested this. It will benefit the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, the proceeds raised from the GoFundMe page. Is that correct?
3: Yeah, that's correct. Kevin, or we sought out, this was actually Corey's idea, was putting something together uh, at Kevin's discretion, what he wanted to do. And um, it's an awesome society that Kevin found, and the reason we're, we're raising funds is for that.
1: That's awesome. So, what can people do? Can they just go to GoFundMe and put in Kevin's name? How can they find uh, this particular GoFundMe page?
3: Yeah, I think the GoFundMe is actually under the actual name of the society. So, if you just went in and typed lymphoma or leukemia and lymphoma society, it would pop up as one of the big pages. Um, the page starter would be myself, so it would be under Alexander Swan. So if you looked up that name, I'm sure it'd show up as well. Um, but I think the biggest thing is just showing awareness, raising um, raising awareness and showing support for Kevin and kind of all the other people who are who are struggling with sort of men's um, men's health issues in this one. So,
1: have either the two of you or Kevin talked to other teammates about this and and you know what you guys are doing and what Kevin is going through?
3: Yeah, I mean th- that was the first step. I think for us it was. Um, kind of distributing to the alumni, making them aware, giving them the opportunity to do the same thing, jump in with us, um, raising awareness. And I think for, for Corey, I think in the imminent component just of, of when um, Kevin actually came down with it, Corey was the one who kind of spearheaded all the communications there and did a really good job with, with notifying everyone.
1: Well, as you two probably know, Brown just had, or Brown Athletics, its single biggest fundraising day of the year Bruno gives back where, you know, teams try to raise money to put towards their annual. And what you guys are doing just proves, uh, once again, the power of the Brown Network and the closeness of closeness of the community. I think it's terrific. Again, the goal right now is set at $20,000. i am hoping and I'm thinking that you'll smash that. Is this going to stay open through the month of November? Is that the idea for Movember?
3: Yeah, yeah, that's exactly the point.
1: All right. So members of the Brown Swim and Dive community and really members of the Brown Athletics or Brown community in general, if you want to support the GoFundMe page, it's to benefit uh, Kevin Mertz, who has been diagnosed with lymphoma, class of 17, Brown Men's Swim and Dive team. Uh, All the proceeds will benefit the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Just go to the GoFundMe page and put in uh, Leukemia and Lymphoma and the page will pop up or put in Alex's name, Alex Smilnoff, and uh, you'll probably, Come up with it as well. Any donation would be appreciated. Corey, thank you so much. Alex, thank you so much for joining us on the Brown Bears podcast, and more importantly, thank you both for what you're doing. This is awesome, awesome stuff.
2: Yeah,
3: absolutely appreciate it, Scott.
2: Yeah, thank you uh, for taking the time and for helping us get the word out there. We're all just trying to do this for a guy that we uh, that we love. Go
1: Bears! Go Bears! You've been listening to the Brown Bears podcast on the Brown Bears Sports Network. For more information on Brown University athletics, visit brownbears.com.